So that was The Commanders. The name of the song was called Zoom. Uh, today I'm going to bring you uh, some information that I've, I found, and hopefully it's not discouraging. Hopefully it's motivating. Um, for the ones that don't know, my name is William Goodlett. I represent Peachtree Property Management, where we invest in fixed and hold rental properties located in B.C. and D-class communities. Um, so this podcast is just to help us all fight and battle gentrification, um, c- keeping um, rentals in your local area affordable and putting a little money in your pocket also. I, I, I normally don't speak about how much money um, that we that you can bring in, uh, but I mean, you know, that's the whole point really. I won't say the whole point, but that's half the point of, of, of dealing with rentals, not just to help battle gentrification, but also to help be sustainable, a sustainable income for your family. Pass down what they, they always call generational wealth. Um, it was a study located on uh, C- CNBC uh, that talked about, it was probably about a month ago uh, when it was re- released, and some of you all might have seen it, but it talked about how the the average income for a United States citizen, um, and it could have been just in the States, but we'll say uh, United States in, in all, um, the average income was for about 44, 4,200, something like that. And then after tax, it was around 3,300. And they said that basically if you make 3,300 and under, which most Americans, I think 75% of Americans do, um, you don't make a livable income. You know, if anybody knows me, I always talk about, you know, they say, how much money do you make? Some people, some people ask that. I mean, some people may think it's rude, but I try to be open. For the ones that don't know, I, I teach school. Um, and some of the kids, they're just curious. Some of them just want to make jokes. But I try to be open and transparent with them. And I, I, I try to tell them that, uh, you know, how much I make. And I don't count, I don't count the before uh, tax part. You know, a lot of people want to seem like they make more money. So they say, oh, I make, just throwing out a number, $80,000. But then, you know, you don't tell them, well, now, you know, you, you got to tell them that it's a lot, a lot less than what, you know, shows up on paper. Just being open and transparent. Um, so the average renter without any tax implications makes, um, says $2,229, uh, well not makes, but has to spend on rent. The average homeowner spends $1,957. So it's gone up in the past years. Um, but with taxes, I mean, yeah, with taxes for owning a home, um, it can make it seem a little less. Say average food costs. Uh, for both parties, for average American, is about six hundred and ninety dollars and seventy five cents. So, even from uh, food experts, or I'm not sure if it's the FDA or whoever it may be, but the people that um, look at the average price, a monthly spent price on food, that that's considered to be high. But you know, it's just because the price of food is going up higher than what uh, even the government deems to be acceptable. All right, so I don't know if it's price gouging or People have a certain profit they want to make and they jumped it up even more uh, since the pandemic or uh, since, you know, things are getting worse, uh, supposedly uh, worse. I don't really think it is, but about 600, basically rounded up about $691 for both. Um, 
healthcare is about 96, uh, rounded up $97. It said $96.42. So about $97 a month for both parties. Um, and that's, you know, if you're, that's averaging getting your own healthcare, uh, paying, you know, so paying out of pocket. Um, and then, so that's totaling out about $2,816 $2, for renters and about $2,700 for uh, people that own their own uh, home or have a mortgage. So, you know, you got to think about what I said before. So those are the averages and then the average income is $3,300. Uh, what happens when, you know, so you have, what, four or $500 left over uh, every month. So that's not including your TV, your lights, water. And I understand, you know, sometimes in your rent, that may all be included. Um, that's not including gas. That's not including maybe possibly you may get some snacks here and there. Uh, kid gets sick. Entertainment, whether, you know, I know a lot of people are not going to the movies anymore, but, uh, you know, you think about, um, you know, your, your, your cable bill, your phone bill, um, you know, stuff like that. So, and I think that's averaging now, even with some of these other, um, internet locations that were once cheap, they're probably about 130, uh, 120 for the, for the low. Um, if you get internet and TV with it, you know, you got certain devices, so, I mean, it's just things to think about. You know, you got birthday parties, some, you know, some months of uh, birthdays, you want to go out to eat. Uh, it's going to raise up the expenses. You might get sick. You know, you might, you can't might have to go to the dentist. So these are all the things you got to think about. Not everybody has the same, same type of health insurance. Um, you know, things happen, you know what I mean? So um, for having three to $400 left over every month, I mean, it's good if you don't have a, a accident, you know, you got to buy new tires. Tires, are, you know, if you're going to buy the cheap ones, you know, you can get away with it. But tires are probably going to average maybe close to, uh, say, $150, $160 for decent tires. So, I mean, you can't go cheaper and go with $80 tires. Um, but that's still going to cost you a couple hundred dollars, even with the $80 tires, you know. So, you're looking at maybe about three, dollars $400, which is right there. Um, so, well, I say like 300 or something at the tax. So, you know, I was just letting everyone know, being informed um, about, you know, the statistics are out there. People are aware. And, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I care about my fellow American, blah, blah, blah. But they they really don't. So, you know, you got they, it's a dog eat dog world. In the perfect world, um, we might be a communist or a socialist um, uh, party where everyone, you know, no matter what, we didn't work all for money. Uh, everyone did everyone right, but we don't live in that type of society. So that's why we live in a capitalistic society. Right, sometimes people need extra uh, external motivation, uh, as I, you know, some people call it. But, uh, you know, this is why you need to invest in rental properties all right, if you can. So like I say, if, if when things you're going to have some years where things go well for you, you can save up your money. Or if you are in the, just, you know, you make enough money where you can... Um, you know, you make a little bit, you have a little bit more than $400 left over. Maybe you and your wife or whoever it may be, you and your husband have money left over or whatever you identify with. Uh, I'm not trying to step on toes, but you have money left over. Maybe, you know, jump into your first rental. All right. Make sure it's somewhere close to you. I wouldn't necessarily do um, farther away. Like I wouldn't do out of state. I wouldn't necessarily do out of town. I would do something that where you can keep your eye on it. 
You can walk this property daily, uh, you know, if that was an option, a uh, possibility, you know. So, you know, you can manage your money because you, when you first start off, you don't know where your money's going. You don't know why it's going there. You need to talk to these contractors because sometimes they're, they're, they'll get you. They'll say, oh, I, I need to fix this because they're trying to make money too. Uh, I need to fix this. I can't do this no other way, blah, blah, blah. Hey, uh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily lock someone in. You can lock them in in, in phases. But I wouldn't lock them in for the whole project because we need to get rid of them. It's a lot easier. Um, or just tell me I don't need your services anymore. All right. And then, you know, you have to be, you have to play that hardball. But what I'm saying is these rental incomes will allow you to make more money. Uh, you just got to buy at the right price. Got to rent it at the right price. Try to vet out your tenants. The best, uh, you know, the best of your possibility, the best that you can. All right. Sometimes you'll find great ones. Sometimes you'll find terrible ones. All right. Um, but like I say, these, these rental incomes that allow you, you know, I wouldn't necessarily, um, do what I do. Uh, and that's, you know, I buy one or two a year, I buy them and then I have, you know, money left up, uh, saved over and I go buy another one. Maybe I will wait two years before I, before you do it. Uh, so you have enough money. Um, it, it, maybe you wait three or four years. And then you buy another one. It's still not bad because the average American that invests, I think the average American um, owns 1.2, 1 1.6. 1 so you might as well say, uh, you know, once you go over that one, uh, you know, 1.1, you might as well say the average American owns, um, I think, two rental properties. So, you know, there's a lot of people that don't, but there's a lot of people that own a ton. So I think the average is like, you know, basically uh, you can say one, one to two rental properties. So, and that's over their lifetime, all right? Um, so if you get two or four years, you, you still, you're doing great. Um, especially if you make them some type of duplex. And I know the way prices are going, things are going higher and higher. So you just got, you know, for supplies and labor. So you just gotta be careful and wise on your decisions. Make that little extra income to where you have, um, possibly with a single family home, well, how much, uh, maybe anywhere from two to the four hundred dollars left over every month after you know all your bills and everything is paid, and then you know and so that that add up also on top of that extra, maybe three or four hundred dollars that you save every month, um, and then, you know you go to you know if it's a duplex you may be able to make, say four to six hundred dollars extra every month, you know, um, so I mean like I say that's having that extra money have something to fall back on that's the whole point. Of real estate and you know in the past, but you know, that's not the point of what I do um, But you know, you made to pass down this real estate if you can maybe take out equity if you need to um, Give someone a quality um, Give them quality living so Just all, the, all these things are great. All these things are great. So um, if you want to help me battle gentrification you can uh, you can give to uh, any small amount um, to my cash app wag realty so WAG Realty LLC, um, and that's on Cash App. You can also hit me up with any questions at Peachtree Property Management on Instagram, and that's at Peachtree Property Management or on Facebook, WAG Realty LLC. You can watch some of my videos, um, and I got I'm about to jump back into. I took a pause on some things. I'm getting getting you know I'm working on things, but I took a pause on me necessarily being there, so I don't have a lot of video, but. Um, 
I mean, I don't have any recent videos. I do have a lot of videos. I think I have 83 videos, but you can go to my YouTube page, which is called WAG Realty LLC of North Carolina. And again, that's WAG, W-A-G, Realty LLC of North Carolina. You can go check me out there. So I appreciate everyone. Y'all hang in there. Stay tight. Stay positive and motivated.